Okay, so I always have to debrief with myself because seriously, I'm so delighted. I love it, dub it, dub it. I just love this life that I get to live where I have the freedom to have some level of something that I like to do and that there's other people that want to do it at the same time. I'm just like, I'm so fed by like social stuff that I'm just like, sweet, sweet, sweet. Life couldn't be better than being able to do stuff with other people. And so that's kind of just like been my thing lately. I just feel so delighted that I get to be in this space of life where there's people in my world that I can do stuff with, right? Like I like writing. So I I have a writer's club thing that I go to. I like books. So I have a book club thing that I go to. Like I like yoga. So I have people that want to learn yoga. And I'm just so over the moon, like glad that this is my reality. Like it's just like beyond me because I just feel like so much of this is kind of a serendipitous thing. Like it's, you know, so much of it is so out of my personal control. It, it really counts on the agency of other people to decide for themselves that that's something they want to invest their time in doing at the exact same time that I want to. And, and it's just such a beautiful thing when it happens though. Like I'm just totally smitten that that's a thing. Like currently right now in my life, in the life of others that I do this with, and I'm just so delighted that that's my reality. Like this morning I woke up early, um, just kind of startled awake because somebody used the washroom, but then glad because I was like, oh yes, that means I'll have some extra time so I can just get started and like maybe I'll even like get to pray extra long or do some more scriptures or whatever and you know thankfully I got some lemon water in and just like got some special time with my husband going on our morning walk and I'm just like you know and then just and then there it was like finished the walk and it was ready for me it was the time for me to start transitioning so I could teach my first yoga class of the day and I was just so excited for it I just love it so much it is the funnest thing to be alongside with others starting something for the first time or just like but also even just starting something that I have such a strong testimony of and I just love it so much that it's it's one of those like hidden treasures of life that I just wish everybody knew about and everybody could be like empowered and feeling self-reliant in doing that but but it's a thing where not everybody does know about it and not everybody has taken the time to be curious enough about it to then do anything about it right so that was just like a fun moment to be like, oh my goodness, I get to teach someone new today and just get to like give them that first experience of what does it feel like to do yoga in their own body, right? And and keep going with that journey. Because like, I'm just so delighted because every single person does their life differently, right? And so it's just such a treasure when I can be alongside with someone doing their life with them and, and there to cheer them on, right? Like just totally glad to just be there with them as they're going through their the motions of doing it and and just to be like some kind of a person that, that is able to guide or lead or like, you know, give some level of encouragement and, you know, just like that level of feeling like, oh, well, I can do this. Like I can do it today and I can do it tomorrow. Like, you know, just just feeling like a sense of ease and yet also understanding the challenge and 
but also just being okay with that, being okay with the challenge and being okay with the ease and, and moving forward. So that was just such a delight to just get to be a part of that and, um, get to just be prepared for that. Like, I just feel so glad, like for so long, I felt like I was, you know, trying to build up my network of people that wanted to learn yoga and all of these kinds of things. And I felt like for a while in my life, like the earlier years, like 10 years ago, it just felt like I would always hit this wall feeling like, oh, well, it looks like everybody around me either already has a yoga person or is just not interested. And so I just kind of felt like that was what it was. And for a while there, I was just kind of like, well, maybe I just shouldn't do this. Maybe this really isn't a niche that is important or necessary for like anyone, right? Like maybe the, the people that already are doing it are doing it and the people that aren't, aren't going to want to do it later. And I just kind of settled into that for a little while. I was going to give it up altogether when I moved to this town. And then it just turned out that like I wasn't even thinking about it or wanting it or anything. But then it just turned out that they were in the process of trying to find someone to teach yoga for their group. And I was like, well, this is a no brainer because I'm a yoga teacher. So like I could totally fill that that role if that's what you're looking for. Like I could totally do it no big deal. Like this is just like bread and butter to me. It's like, you know, I feel bad saying it, but it's like, I just, I love, I love that I've gotten to this level in, in me getting to teach and stuff where it's, it's not the way it used to be. Right. Like when, when I first started teaching, I would literally take 40 hours to just build a one hour class. Like I was taking all the studies to just like make sure that every pose was just right for every kind of like ailment and just right for like one pose to come before the next pose and like that it was all like organized in such a like fluid kind of way and that I and that my my speech was a certain way and so I'd practice and practice and practice and like worry over and this like one hour class session and I always used to think I'm like I don't know why I even entered into this like profession type of thing because really the 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 level of input that I need to put into this kind of like output it doesn't really balance out at all (laughs) because I'm just putting in all this effort to understand the underlying things of everything And yet it's all for just one 60 minute session, right? And I do that over and over again for like weeks. And I was like, man, this is, this is a lot of work, right? (laughs) Like, I don't know if this is the best thing for me, but, but at the same time, I loved yoga so much that it really, I kind of got over that, that imbalance thing pretty fast because I just love doing it anyways. So it doesn't even matter. It really doesn't matter if anything else happens, as long as I'm doing yoga and, and it just turns out that I'm actually with somebody else that actually wants to learn and that, that I can give them something of a benefit to their life so that I can feel like this is, this is a reality for them too. Like I can do this for them. Like, and this is great. You know, I think I had to overcome that hurdle earlier on to realize like, you know what? Like it might not turn out exactly the way that I'm thinking that it, it could or should look like, but it's happening just the way that it, that it is. Right. And that's okay. Like just finding that peace of mind to be like, no, this is the way it's happening. And I can be okay with that. Like, you know, just whether it's like me teaching like mom's groups, like exercise groups, or whether it's like me having people that I find 
like that I befriend or whatever. And, and that, that it just turns out, Oh, Hey, they want to learn yoga. And it's like, Oh, well, sweet. Let's do this. Like, (laughs) and so I'm just so grateful that Heavenly Father's blessed me with that level of clarity of mind to just be so liberal in my, in my desire to want to spread truth and light wherever I am with whoever I am like with whatever medium it is and it just so happens that right now it's kind of with yoga and I'm like well sweet let's just keep doing that like (laughs) it's it's kind of an easy avenue for me to do it and it's funny that I even say the word easy because it never used to be easy right it was always this stress of like oh man I got to learn this and this and I got to do it this way because if I don't do it that way then someone's gonna die on their mat or whatever right like not really but you know yoga injuries are a real thing so I just never wanted for that to happen if it was preventable right so I'm like yeah no this is this is a good thing I'm so glad that I get to do it and that I can you know be whatever kind of a facilitator to other people in exploring that avenue and I'm just I just feel super blessed right like I feel so um cared for and like acknowledged every time I find another person that Heavenly Father's given me to be in front of me to to share yoga with I just feel like what you gave me another person like thank you because I love I love the opportunity to experience this life with other people right like it's just it's such a treat to get to just be amongst other people doing some lovely things together and and reflecting together on like how it went debriefing and just like I love community and I love that I get it to build my community through like yoga teaching and like um just being this person like for myself, for my family, for for others that that can just help bring even more awareness to what is what is truth and light, right? Like what really is that? Cuz like so much of the world will always say like, "Oh, this is what it is." You know, truth and light is like anything that we advertise to you because we want you to buy what we have, right? Like that is your truth and light, right? <laughs> If we make more money, that is your truth in light, right? You know? And and it's been so lovely to just be so absorbed in what I call like my love letters from Heavenly Father in this beautiful book that has these beautiful stories. Like it's just, it's got these stories in it that are just treasures to me. You know, one of the stories it has there is this, this grandparent that has this, this dream. And it basically in his dream, there's this, this beautiful tree and he gets to taste there's a fruit in on the tree that he gets to taste and it's like the most amazing gorgeous taste he's ever tasted and he's like oh this is the best like where's my family and so he looks around and he tries to find his family and like a couple of his family members come and they they're able to find this like rod that guides them to the tree so that they're safe and ready to like try the fruit Others of them get kind of lost and, well, not kind of, they do. They just get lost. And, and, but the thing is like, it's just amazing because like, that's it for me. I love the story of this tree, this grandparent, this person, um, in, in these people's lives that chase of the tree. And then he's like, Oh, I need everybody I know to taste this fruit because it's so good. I just can't live the rest of my life knowing that like the people I love will not have tasted of this fruit and, and got to decide for themselves if they're going to like 
have more of it or not, right? Like, but at least giving them that option to be like, hey, try this. Like, this is amazing. Like, I, I've known it, and if you want to try it, like, awesome. Um, and then you can decide from there if, like, you want to take a little bit of this and, you know, keep it in your life and that kind of thing. But I just love, I just love it. I love getting to know um, what it is that I need to do so that I can always taste of the fruit of the tree of life um, and, and like hold on to that iron rod to get me there as often as like my life can permit, right? And, and just be in that state of like constant, like anxiously engaged and holding on to this rod to get to that tree and taste of the fruit and then keep finding, you know, if there's anybody else that needs help to find this iron rod to get to that tree and and to, to know that it's even a thing, right? There's this amazing story that I was listening to on the weekend uh, from this conference. And it was just fantastic. It was basically the story where this boy was in trouble because he had flipped over his bike and landed in the stream. And it just so happened it was a stream with a crocodile in it. So this crocodile snaps him down. And then his dad goes and tries to help save him. But then the crocodile snaps him. Then the mom shows up. And she gives orders to everyone, and then she dives in, and she is pummeling this crocodile, like, to no end. And this crocodile is, like, retreating. It's like, oh, man. Like, I thought I had the boy. I thought I had the dad. But I do not have this mom. Like, I am going to leave, right? And that's the thing. It's like, I want to be a person that can notice when there's a crocodile lurking. And so then I can pummel it. And not just be this person that's just like, oh yeah, there's a crocodile, like no big deal. We'll just, we'll just move along. Like it's going to work out kind of thing. No, like I believe that there are definitely things out there that are the crocodiles, similar to this story with the people trying to get to the fruit of the tree of life. There's this great and spacious building, they call it like, and there's filthy waters and there's all sorts of distractions that they could engage with that would take them away from the path to get to this tree. And I'm just so delighted for these stories that I can be surrounded with that, that help remind me of the most beautiful things that I can engage with in this life. And it's just so much fun to just really absorb myself in them and really like ponder them and really ponder to myself like, okay, so now that I know this, like how can I live in a way so that I don't ever have to forget it, right? Like I just, I really believe in being loyal to those things that are good and true and beautiful because I feel like it's just like a garden it's like when I choose to be loyal to weeding my garden to watering it it produces some of the most beautiful exciting creations right like it just does um whereas like the difference between like a pruned and happy garden versus like one that is just like kind of like weed ridden and kind of dying and like just kind of drought looking it's it's phenomenal the difference right like the difference is like when you walk into a garden that's been cared for and has been carefully planned or like you know just like cared for intended it's it's like this feeling of like oasis like ooh, you know um whereas in other situations when it's like just this garden that's like wild and like hasn't been cared for or anything sometimes it can turn into this thing where it's like oh this is kind of wild and a little bit scary and like not welcoming and just 
like it's not productive. It's not useful for beauty. It's not useful for, for producing fruit. All it is, is just a big heap of neglect, right? And so I just feel like it's so important to me to be loyal to those things that I can grasp, you know, whether it's, whether it's being a gardener person that, that is willing to weed and to water and do those kinds of things, or whether it's like being a person in my family, in my community that, that is willing to notice, oh, well, this person needs this. What if I could just tweak this and do this a little bit and just make it a little easier for them? So that's what I'm thinking about.